Part four of Everglades Wild Book by Jane Craighead George. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Reading by Matt Berard. Everglades Wild Book Part four Plant and Animal Communities. To know Everglades, you must become acquainted with some of its diverse communities. The physical conditions determining the existence of a particular community may seem subtle, just a few inches difference in elevation, or an accumulation of peat in a depression in the limestone bedrock, for example. But often the change in your surroundings as you step from one community to another is startling, for it is abrupt and complete. In Everglades, the dividing line between two habitats may separate an almost entirely different association of plants and animals. Use the trails that have been laid out to help you see the communities. They make access easy for you. The rest is up to you. Be observant. Notice the stem-like root of a saw palmetto in a damp pothole of the pineland. Look closely at the periphyton that plays such an important role in the glade's food chain. Note the difference in feeding methods of wading birds. Each species has its own niche in the habitat. Most of all, get into the habit of thinking of each animal, each plant, as a member of the closely woven web of life that makes up an integrated community. Tropical Hardwood Hammock Generally, in South Florida, hardwood hammocks develop only in areas protected from fire, flood, and saline waters. The land must be high enough, one to three feet above surrounding levels, to stand above the water that covers the glades much of the year. The roots of the trees must be out of the water and must have adequate aeration. In the park, these conditions prevail on the limestone ridge elevation of which ranges from three to seven feet above sea level, and some spots in the glades region. On the limestone ridge, in areas bypassed by fires for a long period, hammocks have developed. Pines grow in the surrounding areas, where repeated fires have held back the hardwoods. The moats that tend to form around glades hammocks as acids from decaying plant materials dissolve the limestone hold water even during the dry season the moats thus act as barriers protecting the hammock vegetation from glades fires when the white man took over southern florida these hammocks were luxuriant jungle islands dominated by towering tropical hardwoods and palms stumps and logs on the floors of some of the remaining hammocks attesting to the enormous size of some of the earliest trees are sad reminders of the former grandeur of the hammocks while most of south florida's hammocks have been destroyed you can still see some fine ones protected in the park at royal palm hammock near park headquarters gumbo limbo trail winds through a dim dense forest with welcome coolness on a hot day stepping into a jungle hammock from either the sun-bathed glades or the open pine forest is a sudden dramatic change the contrast when you enter gumbo limbo trail 
immediately after walking the anahinga trail is striking while the watery world of anahinga is dominated by a noisy profusion of wildlife the environment of gumbo limbo will seem to be a mere tangle of vegetation but the jungle hammock too has its community of animals even though you may notice none but mosquitoes many of its denizens are nocturnal in their habits but if you remain alert you will observe birds invertebrates and perhaps a lizard illustration tree snails there are fifty-two color forms of Ligeus fasciatus found in south florida illustration Ligeus fasciatus pseudopictus illustration Ligeus fasciatus pictus illustration Ligeus fasciatus ornatus the trees that envelop you as you walk on gumbo limbo trail are mostly tropical species of the dominant trees only the live oak which grows as far north as virginia can be considered non-tropical under oaks and tropical bustics poisonwood mastics and gumbo limbos grow small trees such as tetrazygia rough-leafed velvet seed and wild coffee a multitude of mosses and ferns and only a few species of shade tolerant flowering plants orchids and air plants burst like sun stars from limbs trunks and fallen logs twining among them all the woody vines called lianas enhance the jungle atmosphere adding a final touch are the royal palms that here and there tower over the hardwood canopy occasionally reaching one hundred and twenty-five feet illustration tropical hardwood hammock pineland south florida slash pine bustic gumbo limbo solution hole pond apple air plants orchids bromeliads royal palm live oak mastic vines pineland saw palmetto the limestone rock that underlies the entire park is porous and soluble consequently the floor of the hammock is fitted with solution holes dissolved by the acid from decaying vegetation soil and peat accumulating in the water-filled bottom of one of these holes supports a plant community of its own perhaps a pond apple surrounded by ferns and mosses including some varieties that seem to be limited to this pothole environment a dead decaying log on the ground may support another miniature plant community a carpet of mosses ferns and other small plants that thrive in such moist situations strangest of the hammock plants is the strangler fig which first gets a foothold in the rough bark of a live oak cabbage palm or other tree it then sends roots down to the ground entwining about the host tree as it grows and eventually killing it on the gumbo limbo trail you will see a strangler fig that grew in this manner and was enmeshed by another strangler fig which now is threatened by a third fig that already has gained a foothold in its branches best known of the glades hammocks is mahogany hammock a boardwalk trail in this lush jungle-like tree island 
leads past the giant mahogany tree for which the hammock was named now because of hurricane donna a dismembered giant this fine tree island was explored only after the park was established an array of large and small vertebrate animals mostly representative of the temperate zone populates these tropical hardwood jungles raccoons and opossums many varieties of birds snakes and lizards tree frogs even bobcats and the rare florida panther or cougar not surprisingly invertebrates including insects and snails abound in this luxuriant plant community the tropical influence is evident in the presence of invertebrates such as tree snails of the genus Ligus, known outside of florida only in hispaniola and cuba cypress head standing out conspicuously on the glades landscape are tall dome-like tree islands of bald cypress unlike hammocks which occupy elevations cypress heads or domes occupy depressions in the limestone bedrock areas that remain as ponds or wet places during seasons when the glades dry up water-loving cypresses need only a thin accumulation of peat and soil to begin their growth in these depressions or in smaller solution holes in the limestone illustration cypress head bald cypress alligator hole often in middle of cypress head sawgrass illustration turkey vulture though most conifers retain their needles all year bald cypresses shed their foliage in winter the fallen needles decay forming acids that dissolve the limestone further thus these trees tend to enlarge their own ponds since the pond is deeper in the middle and the accumulation of peat is greater there the taller trees grow in the center of the head with the smaller ones toward the edge hence the characteristic dome-shaped profile usually when fire sweeps the glades the bald cypresses occupying low wet spots are not injured but with extended drought the water disappears and the peat may burn for months killing all the bald cypresses the cypress heads sometimes serve as alligator holes where the big reptiles and other aquatic animals are able to survive dry periods as you drive along the park road stop and examine these tree islands through your binoculars they are favored haunts of many of the park's larger wading birds look for herons egrets wood storks and white ibis which visit these swampy habitats to feed on the abundant aquatic life bald eagles find the tops of the tallest cypresses advantageous perches from which to scan the marsh and at night certain of the cypress heads are buzzard roosts resting areas for gatherings of hundreds of turkey vultures bayhead illustration bayhead alligator flag cocoa plum swamp holly cabbage palmetto red bay sweet bay sawgrass willow orchids and bromeliads many of the tree islands in the freshwater glades are of the type called bayhead growing in depressions in the limestone or from beds of peat built up on the bedrock these plant communities contain a variety of trees 
including swamp holly red bay sweet bay wax myrtle and cocoa plum some of them on the fringes of the brackish zone are marked by clumps of graceful paratus palms growing at their edges like the hardwood hammocks in the pinelands bayheads are prevented from taking over the entire glades ecosystem by the dry season fires that sweep the region at irregular intervals the fires do not always affect the bayheads a moat formed by the dissolving action of acids from decaying plant materials on the limestone may surround the tree island providing some protection from fire wildlife concentrates in these moats during the dry season birds congregate here to harvest the fish snails and other aquatic life and occasionally themselves fall prey to lurking alligators End of part four.